Hello, and welcome to Pull the Open, a Doctor Who podcast for the Grand Geek Gathering. Today we'll be discussing the Battle of Ranskur of Kolos, written by Chris Chibnall. Uh, I'm your host, Andy Nordvall. I'm a webcomic writer and novelist. With me today, I have Etsy goddess extraordinaire, Renee Thielman. Hi. And head of the real Time Lords of Orange County, Time Ladies, excuse me, of Orange County, Amanda Blackburn. Hey, good job, on the, uh, good job on the uh, pronunciation. Oh, <laughs> yes. I think it's Klingon for disappointing. <laughs> oh. oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. I mean, there was a bunch I liked in it, but I, I, it, it, was, it was so much like the season. There was, like, so many good ideas that just never really connected and came together, but, like... Like scene to scene, I, it was very entertaining. I don't know. But yeah, let me open it up to you guys. What were your general thoughts and reactions to the season finale of Series 11? Go ahead, Amanda. Oh, um, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I, was re I was reading up on, on your thoughts for it, and I can kind of see some of your points. Um, overall, though, I kind of feel like it was one of the stronger episodes. It reminded me kind of the frenetic pace reminded me a little bit of and I I know I do this a lot I compare it to other doctors but um kind of a uh uh oh what's his name you know tall dude David Tennant it reminds oh, okay. me a little bit of, of his season where he's kind of like all over the place and trying to solve the problem and she even says at one point she's like too many things too many okay yeah. focus and uh I liked that. I like the fact that we got the Stenza Tim Shaw bookend, mm -hmm. um, you know, from the beginning of the season. I I liked that we had that kind of moral dilemma with Graham, who I feel like he's been kind of the moral compass this season as yeah. far as doing the right thing. And, you know, so we get to see him even get pushed kind of to his limits where he's like, OK, well, I'm just giving you a heads up. I'm going to kill this dude, whether you like yeah. it or not. Such uh, a Graham moment, you know. And I'd I feel really, bad if I did it without telling you. Yeah. And I really, I actually really liked the Ux. They reminded me yeah, kind of like the Ux. Yeah. They kind of reminded me a little bit of a classic doctor kind of, uh, you know, care, you know, characters. I, I like their backstory and everything. So I think overall it wasn't a bad episode. I felt like it was, it was fairly strong compared to some of the other ones this season. Okay, cool. Cool. Renee, how about you? I actually liked it too. Um, there were some little things here and there, but um, I actually thought that the X almost reminded me of a, a almost like a Star Trek. Um, oh yeah. Race. Um, oh, kind of like a next so. gen race. Yeah. 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 You know, maybe it was the 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 markings on their face or something, but um, but that's it wasn't the forehead. Next gen's what? foreheads. Next yeah. gen is foreheads. But. Exactly. <laughs> so, but. Um, but overall, I, I I'd agree. I, I think it was a good episode. I think that they um, they set it up, you know, to be exactly what it was. You know, they they lured us in with the Stenza and then, um, you know, ended it yeah. with them too. It's funny. Yeah. The th the thing I thought I would like the least, which is that they just sort of forgot about the Stenza and then brought him back for the ending. I th they they managed to twist that in a really original way, and that. The whole point was, you know, the doctor forgot about the Stenza. We, we've yeah. we've called the doctor to task for like leaving a lot of loose uh, loose ends dangling. And and what I liked is like, yeah, remember the Stenza? You really should have found out what happened to them because it wasn't good or what happened to Tim Shaw, anyways. 
Yeah, that was one of the things this season that I found a little strange. Uh, we had the random bad guy that showed up in Rosa um, who just kind of got zapped somewhere. We don't know. So it's like, are they actually dealing with these bad guys or are they just pushing them off somewhere for somebody else to deal with? And as we saw tonight with the Stenza, with, with Tim Shaw, you know, he becomes a god to a whole other race and causes all of this carnage yeah. and it's the doctor's fault you know and that's one of the the pieces of this that i wish they that that's probably the only thing i was disappointed with with this episode was i would have liked for their for the doctor to have taken a beat and been like oh this happened because of my consequence you know the consequence yeah. of my action she even says in the show every action has a consequence you taking all of these planets is a consequence it felt very strange to me that she didn't take a second to think oh the fact that i pushed this monster off to some for somebody else to deal with yeah that caused people to die it caused this crew to be put in stasis and i just found that strange well, yeah I, that, I, oh, sorry i just didn't, i didn't think um I think that the way I looked at it was that the other side of that, like what else could she have done? Killed him? She thought she was sending him back to his planet to be dealt with accordingly. So in this particular instance, I don't think there was a lot she could have done any differently that would have made a necessarily better scenario. Yeah. I I guess, but I, I wish it had been developed because it's it's a good, very pointed criticism of the doctor. I mean, I love the doctor, but if you're looking to sort of cut her down, you can point out, you know, she swoops in, she saves the day, and then she swoops out, not, you know, giving a second thought to any unintended consequences, you know? Okay. Like right now, I'm really worried. Did they at least leave a sign on the door of the panic room in Sheffield saying, you know, do not open giant spiders? <laughs> Yeah, because they might not have. It seems like that. No, that's a good point. And, yeah. and we totally we're going to open the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> and we should. To I mean, I think we're talking about we're going to do an episode, which is just a recap of the season. But this being the last episode, it does kind of draw upon other themes from other shows in the season. And yeah, that definitely is one of them where it's like. Mm, this doctor feels like she just kind of blows in and blows out a little bit quicker yeah. than the other doctors did where when the other doctors dealt with stuff, it felt a little bit more final, I guess. I think some of that would be too, because they didn't have a very large arc. Um, I mean, yeah. we know we had a one, you know, episode one, episode 10, but mm -hmm. usually when there's a bigger arc, they're working towards things and there's a goal yeah. Whereas all of these episodes, well, most of the episodes were just, you know, drops in time, yeah. you know, that yeah. we don't know what's going to happen. There's no follow through because there doesn't have to be. That's true. Yeah. I mean, they had a good Graham Ryan thing. I wish they had done something with the doctor, too, because because, you know, they, that's one thing the new who's been really good at when, like, you know, David Tennant goes out of control or when Davros tells him, like, you turn your companions into weapons or when uh, Peter Capaldi really starts wondering if he's a good person, like there seems like a reluctance to really push the characters, which I God, I really want so bad, especially because, you know, how should I put it? We, we respect our characters when they really get pushed and challenged on their assumptions. And it, mm -hmm. it seems like Chris always, he like, he walks up to it and then he doesn't. I mean, the other thing is in the, the killing the people, you know, there was this whole thing. Is it okay to kill one person to save billions of lives? And right. the doctor very, very, strongly and i think rightly comes down on the side no it isn't but 
there's a good counter argument to be made. Like even the two ucks, you know, who are sort of innocent victims in this, you know, are their two lives worth more than the billions of people on earth? I mean, I, I think that's not a road you should go down, but I, I think, you know, how should I put it? Your beliefs are stronger when they're tested. And, and it seems like we're afraid to test their beliefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, they did come at um, her, you know, quite a bit with, um, in when she first when they first get to the planet and she's pulling out all the weapons and stuff and Ryan even calls her out on yeah. you know wait a second I wasn't allowed to shoot the robots you know and yeah. and she even says don't listen to me I don't you know you were new I changed but my rules yeah she changed I gotta lay down the rules when you're new yeah. I changed my I changed my rules one thing I did like about this I, I okay something I love but also something I kind of hated. I love that Yaz is seriously like the doctor's partner in crime at this point. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. She is like up on the lingo. She's helping the doctor figure out how to solve problems. She like at the when they both say at the same time, I forget what those things were that they were used like uh, equalizer, I think. Yeah, Nora, yeah, cortical equalizer. You know, she's like down with the lingo. She knows how to solve these problems. She's like helping the doctor think outside the box and stuff. But then on the flip side of that you've got basically ryan with a gun again and that really upsets me to a degree where i feel like first off it's a little tone deaf you know let's let the black the one black man in this show solve all of the problems with a gun and then not bringing it it feels like he's still kind of on the outside of the of the fold like graham is kind of the moral center yaz is kind of like she's the brainy one helping the doctor and then what's ryan doing and he kind of feels like this weird fourth wheel in in the group i mean he's got the connection to graham which is sweet but other than that like what's his point you know and that kind of makes me a little sad that's true i mean he's got such a good relationship with graham but i think just sort of with because the episodes need to be a little rushed that means he hasn't built a really good relationship with the doctor yet. Mm-hmm. Like I know, I know what Graham and the doctor are like together. I definitely know what Yaz and the doctor, Yaz and the doctor are like together. And I love how they become this, this unit, this sort of partners mm-hmm. in crime. I got a very second Dr. Jamie McCrimmon vibe from those two, the way they're like both mm-hmm. just, you know, down to always get into trouble, but yeah, maybe that's might be a hope for the next season. How, what does Ryan think about the doctor? You know, like they don't really have much of a relationship. I mean, the, the other than don't use guns. Yeah. Grenades are okay. And and Ryan, to a degree, kind of became the moral center in this episode because he was reminding Graham, like, we don't use guns, even though he's running around with a gun shooting. Yeah. Like, no, we don't use guns. And I, it was very sweet that their relationship has hit this point where he's calling them him granddad, says he loves him, got yeah. the fist bump. Fist bump. Know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and then at the end of everything, the doctor's calling them her fam. So it ended on a very positive note. The super weird thing this episode, we did have one character who didn't use a gun, Tim Shaw. Like, come on, you're the bad guy. Grab a gun. He just snarled at people. Tim Shaw. Yeah. (laughs) I know. He was, yeah, it was so weird. And, And also, like, what was his plan? Because he still thinks that the doctor is this puny, insignificant little thing. He, how can he think that the doctor is still around three thousand four hundred seven years later? Like, mm-hmm. were the distress calls meant to lure her in? Because if this wasn't his plan, shouldn't he have like gone after the Earth first? I don't know. It just sort of shows, 
Yeah, a lot of a lot of the Tim Shaw stuff seemed a little half baked. You know, I, I kind of want a smarter villain for 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 the Doctor. Uh, but you're right, though. A lot of the stuff you liked was the stuff I liked. The the Graham Ryan stuff was great. I think Yaz has got a really interesting relationship with the Doctor. Um, I could have used a little more with Mark Addy, though. They kind of forgot he was in the episode. I feel so bad for him. I mean, uh, Alan Cumming, they know exactly what to do. But come on, Mark Addy's good. Give him something to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he uh, was kind of wasted. He was that character that's just there to explain things. Um, yeah. He was just there to, like, remember things at an appropriate time. No. Hey, I just remember. He was really good at shooting robots, too. He can yeah, use a gun. Real good at shooting he robots. He was really good, yeah. Yeah. They found his talent. <laughs> Actually, I, it was kind of weird. I did think this had a a bit of a gadget problem because, like, one, like, remember how she gets all the gadgets out of her backpack, including the grenades on the crystal, which had the planet inside? She never used any of them. Like, they never used the net communicators. They either didn't work or or they asked the doctor for help and she was busy. And and the thing with the grenades on the on the crystal, you think that's going to pay off at some point, but she just she just kind of mentions it and then like. I don't know. Is it just me? But it seemed like he thought of a lot of cool gadgets, but he forgot that you had to kind of use them if you bring them in. I don't know. What did you think? I was uh, distracted by the neck one because it yeah. looks like when you um, give a kid a sticker that says sheriff and they're those <laughs> shiny silver foil stickers. That's what it kind of <laughs> looked like on their necks. Yeah. I'm just imagining at Gallifrey One convention or any other convention, how many people are going to be walking around with something like that stuck to their face. Yeah. I can just imagine that's going to be the new trend. I, I kind of thought about the grenades. I'm like, knowing her, they were probably just two lumps of plastic that she stuck to it and told them it was grenades, but it wasn't really. <laughs> I, I was curious what everybody else thought. So when um, we first saw the crystals and the little things inside of them, before we knew they were planets, what did you think they were? Hummingbirds. Oh, I thought I thought he'd like drain the life essence of a planet and put it in the crystal. So I was close. I thought he drained people and put them in there. Oh, you know. Then I saw this. I thought he was spot. growing baby stenzas. <laughs> oh. Growing stenza babies. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe we'd find out the baby stenzas are patings. Just tie oh, everything. <laughs> Get that little bit of merchandising in there. It was a bit. It was a bit weird. They never answered one thing about those crystals because the doctor says they destroyed all life when you're put in the crystal. That's true. And they never said like you're supposed to feel like the planets are back where they belong and everything's back to normal. But they never said those people are brought back to life. So are there still billions of dead people? I well, mean, and what like, was happening? They they showed uh, um, them like the red laser brain laser thing um, shooting the Earth and like hitting the Earth and turning parts of it red and stuff. Like, yeah. is their ocean all gone or what? I figure yeah. at this point, as far as the Earth is concerned, people are like so completely jaded with shit happening to it from other aliens and whatever. I mean, it got dragged across space by the yeah. TARDIS. That's not that's not physically possible. So, <laughs> at, <laughs> at what part do humans just kind of go? Eh, Although this year was weird because this stuff usually happens on Christmas. 
That's I mean, what I was just gonna say. The alien invasion came a few weeks early this year. Maybe they what happened? It up. Maybe they pushed it up because they're doing not doing the uh, Christmas episode this year. Yeah, yeah. they were waiting for the it. Titanic to come. Or <laughs> it's it, it's weird though because I mean, if all those people are dead, you'd think they'd be a little miffed at the Ooks. I mean, you know, yeah, they got deceived, but but you know, I'm just following orders. Usually, doesn't have that great a history for you know erasing all culpability. Yeah, that's true. Never, yeah. Yeah, and actually, another thing I'd wish they'd gone deeper into, because that whole thing about, like, uh, oh, I forget the name of the, uh, Andinio, she realizes that Tim Shaw is a fake because Tim Shaw recognizes the doctor, which is a little bit weird, because if he's a god, he should, you know, know lots of people. But yeah. it also seemed like, it seemed like a technicality, like I really wanted the doctor to challenge Andinio saying, hey, you know what your god should be like. You're all about creating. This guy is not your god. Like, make more of a, Mm -hmm. ethical argument as opposed to like you know wait he recognizes me he can't be a god which seems very like catching him on a technicality you know i mean i think it was more like the i thought of it more as like she uh he recognized her as in having like history with her and was obviously upset about it so she was like wait a second like what have you been doing with my god yeah yeah i felt like she needed to put a seed of doubt in uh, the ex's mind, just to say, you know, this this god isn't as pure or is or is as powerful as you think he is. Here's what he was doing back in my time, you know. Yeah, I would have loved that. Yeah, and you guys are supposed to be creators. I mean, I I felt like we did get that uh, speech from her with the exes, but yeah, I think um, there at the beginning it did feel a little strange. But I feel like she was just wanting to get the ex like to start questioning things. And also, like, I'm so curious, like, these Ucks, they live for millennia. They're, like, these super cool, you know, I built stuff with my brain. What did Tim Shaw say when he, like, landed there half dead that convinced them that he was their god? Like, in all of the interactions we've had with him, he is not very verbose. He's not an eloquent speaker. He's, like, persuasive, yeah. Yeah, but the beginning valid. the beginning of the episode to me made it clear that they had that site where he appeared was a part of their dogma that that's where their yes. god would appear. And it just so happened to be the exact place where Tim Shaw manifested himself when she kicked him over to that planet. Yeah. So Plus, that- I think they did a good job showing the Ux had this philosophy of, like, just have faith. Don't question it. Life yeah, isn't supposed right. to make sense. You just, you know, you go along with the dogma. Which, which, I which think was- me, personally, is a, is a really good argument against religion. Yeah. Think about it. <laughs> Well, just, episode was just believing uh, and doing whatever on faith alone. It doesn't always turn out to be a great idea. Yeah, well, uh, Dev, if if we want to, what's the word? Uh, uh, prevaricate a little bit, I guess. Unquestioned faith, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, see, I was going to talk about gadgets. Oh, does anybody else notice they've been using a ton of ADR? in their shows like i'm not sure if they're not getting enough coverage or it's just it's coming together in the editing room like that whole speech about the wellies great speech but like it was all as the the doctor's back was to us clearly added in post where she explains what all the gadgets are that was all in post you know like is it just me or is anybody else noticing they they use a lot of adr to sort of patch over story gaps 
I literally never noticed that <laughs> until <laughs> you pointed out. And then I'm like, oh, her back was to us. But yeah. I'm one of those people when I'm watching it, I'm just like, uh-huh, totally. Yeah, that happened right then. Yeah, I'm not I'm not savvy enough to pick up on that stuff, I guess. Unless this unless the voiceover is really bad. If it's really bad and obvious, I don't mind that they're shooting stuff where she's not facing us saying it. I mean, I feel like it bring pulls us into the action, you know, when you have these moving shots or when she's she's having conversation. It feels more real to me than uh-huh. if she was sitting there face to face, like having to do exposition in your face all the time. So I think that it's very uh 13 also uh, very jody in her mumbling weird things as she's walking away that's what i like but the welly scene especially it's her mumbling that she invented the wellies sort of you know as she's walking away i was like that's so yeah Yeah. i mean yeah i gotta admit i I didn't mind the well as much i notice it a lot when they need to lay pipe whenever they're like oh we need to get back here and we need to have this and don't forget to do this that's always like the wide shot jody from the back clearly added in post i gotta apologize because once you pointed out it's so hard to unsee but you'll you'll, Great, you'll be lot. seeing it a lot yeah hey whatever <laughs> i can do whatever i can do to ruin fans enjoyment of the series oh you know oh, I, so I think we'll be okay yeah although oh i did want to act one gadget I wish they'd used, uh, if this isn't too glib, Chekhov's gun. They had this great planet that like had, what is it, the psychotropic waves that are supposed to drive you crazy and make you lose your memory. Mm-hmm. That's such a cool idea, but it makes you think like, oh, shoot, somebody, maybe the doctor, maybe one of the TARDIS team is going to lose their thing and start going crazy. And it's going to be up to the rest of the crew to save them. And in the end, they just got a headache, which seems very disappointing to me. I don't know. What'd you think? Yeah, it just seemed like a little bit of a missed opportunity. It was just kind of like something that could have been really neat, but almost like, like you always say, like maybe they ran out of time. Like yeah. if this could have been a little bit longer of an episode, they would have been able to, you know, Ryan's would have fallen off and, and when something was happening and blah, you know, but they just didn't yeah, have ran out of too many good ideas. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I I think it could have been used, but honestly, I mean, the pacing was so good, and to me, in this episode, it just kept moving along. I feel like if there had just been one more thing in there, it would have gotten a little clunky having to do it. Yeah, I do hope Series 12 gets into two parts, because there's been so many, I mean, I don't know if that would help, but there's been so many where they've had more good ideas than uh, than they had time to explore. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, what what's the opposite of a left-handed compliment, a uh, right-handed criticism? A they have too many good ideas. Compliment? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just have two or three good ideas and get into them, get your fingers into them, you know? Yeah. It, it seems like they're just too busy moving on to the next bright, shiny thing sometimes. Well, I think with Chibnall as a director, he doesn't feel as grounded as, I mean, yeah, Moffat would go off on Flags of Fancy, But I feel like he and Russell T. Davies were definitely grounded in their storylines. Like they had a clear like beginning, middle and end, even though the the end tended to kind of wrap up a little too quickly for some of us. This um, this season, I mean, yeah, we can talk more about it in our other podcast, but this season and this one, especially it's like. 
if we got a story that had a beginning, a clear beginning, middle and end, we were lucky. I felt like we kind of got that in this episode. Other episodes, not so much like the spider episode where it's like, <laughs> what did they just leave? OK, like it's yeah, it it felt a little like all yeah. over the place. And I hope maybe Chibnall moving forward gets gets his feet underneath him and kind of figures that yeah. out. Well, they, they pushed back the premiere. They're now saying uh, 2020 for Series 12. Uh, <laughs> can, I just, like, can I just say worst idea ever? Yeah. We did this. No, they did this with Capaldi, and his viewership and rating suffered as a result of it. You can't introduce a new doctor and then go on vacation for a year to a year and a half and expect a fandom to stick with it. You have to, you have to be consistent and it's something the show hasn't had for a long time. And I'm really disappointed because Jody's such a great doctor and she's brought along with her a brand new fan base. Who's all excited and energized about her as a doctor and the show is show in general. And then now we've got to hope that for more than a year, people are going to, care and not move on to the next shiny thing Eh, that is a good point although i also remember when david tennant and uh russell t davis weren't available and they do those specials like what is it planet of the dead and um they only did that for one season though i mean they did that well there was the matt smith movies too like those are always my least favorite i don't know why you'd think having more time to focus on each episode would make them better but they always just seem weird yeah, Matt Smith's season, they just broke it up in weird places. That was the first time where we would have a break, it, like, after the spring, whereas traditionally it would run through spring through through Christmas. Then they started kind of breaking stuff up at weird parts of the year. But we still got a full season, and we still had another season to look forward to after that. Now everything is just kind of this nebulous Uh, You know, and maybe it's because I run a fan club and I hear from a hundred other people about how disappointed they are in this. And Mm. and I see our membership, you know, go down as a result. And I see fewer people show up to conventions. So I don't know. Fingers crossed. Maybe the enthusiasm that she brought along will be enough to carry the day. I guess I think that in today's time that it's not as bad as it is we've all been screwed over by like things like game of thrones and and shows like that that you know have these huge breaks in them it never stops me from watching it um if anything that just gives me time to run a good marathon until the next um one you know so yeah my point of view uh and from you know i know people that are new to watching it it's not turning them away so well yeah fingers crossed that way yeah i mean the challenge that you have this day and age is so much of our media is bingeable and on demand like instant on demand and i get that there's a production schedule to account for it but i mean i remember a day when they were able to crank out a season of doctor who on top of a season of of torchwood all with very high production values what happened all i know is that if chibnall launches another season of broad church i'm gonna personally fly to england and give him a piece of my mind 
<laughs> and some choice words if if Broadchurch gets in the way of another season. Oh uh, yeah, kind of like Sherlock did with Doctor Who. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll be the first to admit this is just fanboy daydreaming, but it's so weird that we have this character who has all these different incarnations, and yet it can only be one incarnation in production. At a time, like give us a couple more Paul McGann shorts, or you know, well, that's if Matt Smith wants to come back, or you know, I mean, the big finish audios come in there. I don't know if you guys have listened to any of those. Paul McGann has some amazing big, we should actually do a podcast on the big finish stuff. I would love to, yeah. I've heard his are amazing. I I have a friend whose favorite doctor is Paul McGann, just off the big finish titles, Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a huge Paul McGann fangirl, if you can't tell from my user in my profile image <laughs> yeah well i mean so that's, give them a give them a couple shorts i mean uh i think yeah. i haven't watched them but star trek discovery is doing these little interesting short films to mm-hmm. tide us over between seasons that's good. doctor who They're has good. as expansive a universe why not do something like that but i don't know it seems so herculean just to get the regular season up i guess Nobody can take on the extra burden of doing a little extra stuff. But the the thing about um, Star Trek Discovery is it's um, they have more side characters and the shorts are more about the side characters. Mm. So, I mean, we could even do stuff like that with um, I always think it'd be cool to do something with characters after so yeah. somebody that they saved or somebody that we met and was like pretty cool or whatever. And then, you know, everything went okay. And the doctor sent them on their way. Let's go see that dude that had the baby or, yeah. you know, like that kind of. Oh thing. yeah. James but, Corden. Yeah. <laughs> he that's actually, a late night show host. I yeah, assume Storm about the guy who had the baby on the spaceship. Oh, yeah. that guy. I'm sorry. I, I immediately think of James Gordon because I wanted more of that character. But I would like to see Stormageddon also. Absolutely. Even 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 the main ones, like let's see Rose or Martha, they all had interesting lives or or oh my god, we well, I I don't know how the how good this would be if we did the Clara and me in the in the diner TARDIS. That might be a little too I don't know. Well what are you guys gonna watch, I guess, in this interim between seasons? I don't know. Like, I've always considered myself like a really good fan. Like, I, I have a pretty good knowledge of the TV series, but I've always been reluctant to get into the big finish just because it's so freaking enormous. But, is, you yeah. know, I do call myself a Doctor Who fan. At some point, I'm going to have to jump in there. And, and uh, gee, thanks, Chris, for giving me a whole year with which to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I know. What I'm, are you guys thinking? I think I'm going to get more familiar with some of the classic episodes. Like, oh, I've, yeah. I've watched a ton of you know, the third and fourth doctor, I really haven't spent that much time with the fifth doctor. And there's so much of, of Jody and, and her companions that kind of remind me of that era uh, with, you know, Tegan and Nyssa and Adric. And I'd, I'd like to go back and kind of revisit that and see more about that. Oh, yeah. But there's also so many shows and movies coming out. I mean, <laughs> Discovery, Orville is starting in a couple of weeks. Oh, Yeah. Gosh, yeah. Try to squeeze in the second doctor, though. He's a favorite of mine. Like you yeah. will see, you will see where Matt Smith and Jody got so much of their performance out of out of Patrick Troughton. He doesn't because we've lost so many of his episodes. He really doesn't get the credit he deserves. But you know, you can't go wrong with the fifth. That's true. <laughs> the fifth and father-in-law of the tenth. Yeah, <laughs> so weird. It truly is, is yeah. 
doctor's daughter and the yes. doctor's daughter. The doctor married the doctor's daughter. Ugh. And then had a daughter. And yeah. had a daughter with the doctor's daughter's daughter. It's just, and, it's and, like, and a, it's like an infinity loop. Yeah. Well, that I doctor that goes into acting. created a singularity. Yeah. Well, possibly. I'm wondering if any of their kids go into acting, though. We could have a doctor who is a, it was a child and grandchild of a doctor. Of a just, doctor. <laughs> it kind of blows my mind. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, oh, by the way, I do want to bring up, we were talking about this great team that the doctor and uh, Yasmin were together. I don't know if you know that in the internet, there's a big, they have a hashtag Thasmin for the, for the Yaz doctor shippers. That's what do you, what do you think? I mean, I, I might be viewing this through heteronormative goggles. I see a friendship there. I haven't seen any romantic sparks. Then again, I didn't see Cora and uh, what's it? Asumi either. So maybe it's just flying over my head. What do you guys think? Are you are you Team Thasman? There's never a lack of shipping in the Doctor Who fanfic yeah. community. So, I mean, power to the shippers. If they see something there that makes them happy, I'm perfectly happy with a platonic Dr. Yaz relationship. Maybe a Dr. Graham romance will spark up at some point. Who knows? That would be that would be weird, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I see the doctor is too, I don't know, like... Well, he's always been... Like, I'm thinking back when he was he, he or she has been weirdly asexual. Like, um, the River Song thing... Yeah. Interesting. I, I don't know. I felt I felt, I felt. felt um, she never really had much chemistry with the 11th, which was a shame, because that's who she was with most of the time. I would have loved for more River in 12, Moffat. just to get off... Moffat loved Moffat loved River way more than the Doctor ever did. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it might. Uh, anyway, so we do have our one piece of Doctor Who for 2019 resolution coming up in a week. What are your What are your hopes? What are your expectations? What are your fears? Renee. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go. Yeah, that's not loaded or anything. Um, While you think about it, let me big out the big thing. A lot of people are saying the new special Daleks, Daleks. which I would love. I mean, there's only so many most dangerous species in the universe you can have. I know I'm being a total fanboy, but I do hope it's the Daleks, uh, just because their history and the Doctor's history have been so intertwined. They're the only aliens that every Doctor has faced. Okay, it was for all of 10 seconds with the Eighth Doctor, but still, they're the only ones. And and for Jody not to encounter the Daleks, it just seems like, it just seems like, you know, that's something you need to do to be a Doctor. You need to face off against the Daleks at least once. And Jody has earned the right to be a full-fledged Doctor. That's like the rite of passage for Doctor. Yeah, exactly. Once you get your do- your first Dalek... That's like okay. Now you're now you're a doctor. Like yeah. you, this has all been leading up to that point. I'm really curious. To, I would love to see how she deals with Daleks. Yeah, I'm just thinking about how she dealt with all the other bad guys this season. Like I would love to see how she deals with Davros. You know? Yeah, like, I feel Davros like it'll be. Like, I think that the doll in order to tackle the Daleks, the Doctor needs to be firmer more fully formed in what in who she is the doctor needs to be a little bit stronger and more yeah because she's just not she's just not there yet she's she's still struggling with um you know the consequences of her compassion Mm. at every turn and i think that the daleks are a pretty much there's no good in them 
and mm-hmm. they need somebody that's not as kind hearted. Oh, sorry, real quick. But no, I see that. But you know what? The Daleks could be exactly what she needs to push her in that direction. To yeah. Be more assertive and confident and not afraid. I mean, she's had a few doctor moments this season where she's, you know, stood up to the powers that be and the bad guys, but with the Daleks, yeah, you're right. Like you have, it's a whole other ball game. So it might be good for her. Yeah. I mean, my one complaint with how she's written or one of my complaints, I should say is she's, they seem afraid to make her too assertive, too strong. She always has to be nice, you know, and, and every time she puts her foot down, she has to undercut it with like a wacky comment. Yeah. Maybe the Daleks would be a good thing because, you know, you have to be the doctor. You can't be the, oh, I'm kind of the doctor, but I'm still fun and sweet. You have to be, you know, the, the what is it, the oncoming storm, which would be really good for Jody. I mean, I know she could do it. I know she could do so much more if they let her do it, you know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I just well. worry. <laughs> <laughs> Although, who knows? It'll probably be another original monster. Although, what is it? There's some sort of Viking connection? Maybe it's Grendel. That would be interesting. Oh, that would be interesting. As long as it's not a superhero in a completely random one-off. <laughs> Speaking of the only Doctor we got all year. Yeah. I mean, there was it? Doctor Mysterio? Yeah. Yeah, Doctor Mysterio. Wasn't that like the only Doctor episode we had for a whole year? Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Which, That's- if it had been in the middle of a season, it would have been like an okay little experiment with some funny <laughs> moments. But yeah, to have the only Doctor Who episode that year. Not to mention ha- the Christmas episode. Yeah, and the Christmas. Not really be about the Doctor. The Doctor's or just the sidekick. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> well, here's oh, yes. Yes, here's hoping. Time will tell. We'll, we'll, we'll meet back and we will see how our predictions went for resolution. But until then, ooh, big announcement. We now have a Facebook group. Please go to facebook.com slash pull to open GGG. Let us know what you think. Do you agree? Do you disagree? We enjoy a spirited discussion, but we do have feelings. And, and we'll uh, fight back. Yes, exactly. We will fight back. We will fight you if we don't agree with you. Yeah. Well, like the 13th Doctor, we'll be very nice about it. <laughs> I probably will be. No, <laughs> I, I fight like a girl, which means ah, ah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I don't even know what that means anymore. But uh, I didn't like. I try to be nice. But anyways, <laughs> that was that was the the tenth. No, that was the eleventh season of Doctor Who. Thanks for listening. Check out our other podcasts on iTunes and all podcast apps, and check out our site, thegrandgeekgathering.com, for our articles, videos, and more. You can stay updated from our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and we stream on Twitch. So come and join the gathering. Have a great week and GGG. GGG. GGG.